Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is Seth Geis and from the Pastani Studio, John McTavish. How you guys doing? You're muted. Good, good, man. It's uh, 2024. We're still talking about 2023. Still got some 2023 to talk about. We do. Doing great. We do. <laughs> <laughs> new year, pit, new mic. From the pit in the backyard, Seth finally made it up to the top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, today we are talking about the CLE PCA 2023 exclusive 50 by 5. Can I ask a question really quick? Yeah. Did PCA not basically kind of announce that they had like their own colors? We have colors. There's a color pattern. Did they? PCA. Because I like was green. not paying attention at all. It's like green. There's a green color, but oh. we went with blue. It's yeah. like a baby blue. I feel like it's it's a boy. That's what can... people said to Christian when he put this out. That it's the it's, the, it's a boy cigar. So mm. it is. It's a boy, which is just like yeah. <laughs> uh, five by fifty. <laughs> uh, comes out of the CLE factory in Honduras. Uh, wrappers Ecuador and Connecticut. Binder and filter are both from an undisclosed South American location. Mm. Uh, blended by Christian Roa. Price point is eighteen dollars. Cigars released in October of 2023. So with all that out of the way, Seth, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? By the way, John, you can't find the PCA colors if, if you go online. The, there's like a relationship to like tobacco leaves and earth yes. and green and browns oh, okay. and so forth like so that. So they actually yeah, put some yeah. thought into it. All right. That's yeah, there great. is a thought process with this, but not it's a boy. Um creaminess, cedar, little faint spices. Um you know, I was swearing I was getting like this Honduran quality to it, but you know, it's secret tobacco. So who who the hell knows where it's coming from? Um, just under medium and strength and body. Um, yeah, I mean that's just kind of how it smoked throughout. It was just like, okay, here we go, smoking this for eighteen bucks. Hey, John, John, what are your thoughts? Yeah, listen, there's definitely some Honduran tobacco in here because uh, Honduran tobacco has that sort of musty funk to it. Um, kind of unmistakable. Um, it's light, it's mild. Um, I got a lot of, a lot of what Seth was talking about. So kind of some dry tobacco, light spices, a little creaminess in the retro hail, earthen wood on the finish, not overpowering on the palate, which is nice. Mild chocolate, um, that musty tobacco I was just mentioning. Um, but you know, it was restrained, which is good because, you know, I, again, it's undisclosed, but if, if there's too much, uh, hunter and filler in there, I find sometimes it's just too dominating in the profile. Uh, can be really distracting, but um, first third was good. And then second third, uh, creamy chocolate led the way with cinnamon, wood, spices, um, sweet tobacco. I mean, that's all very good. I, I put it down as sort of a dessert, like almost like a tiramisu. Um, musty tobacco was there just as an accent. So again, nice and restrained. Uh, dry hand wood in the in the finish kind of as it carried on, but uh, really nice profile. And then last third, uh, started out kind of the same, creamy wood, um, medium strength spices, musty tobacco, um, but then it just kind of fell apart. Um, kind of more tannic wood, uh, you know, dry hay, um, so kind of not as remarkable as the first two thirds, a bit of a drag. Uh, construction was great, uh, you know, wavy burn, but I didn't have to do any touch-ups, um, and then uh, draw was perfect. So, yeah, this was, I mean, it's $18, but at least it didn't suck, so that's nice. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this is going to start with toasted cedar earth and slightly sharp black pepper. Uh, cedar gained a light sweetness and a creamy chalkiness joined in. Um, second, third saw hay join the profile. 
Then the final third saw a light wood bitterness join in and the creamy chalkiness mm. departed. Um, construction was perfect for me on my cigar, so it was nice to see. Um, I thought the cigar had a nice start. I had a well-detailed and kind of full-flavor profile going on. Uh, as the earth and pepper waned in the second third, the profile kind of took a step down and remained that, that way the rest of the way. Um, I was pretty interested in the cigar because of the uh, you know the whole South American tobacco um, that was touted for it, but um, I I can't really tell you what it provided in in the profile, but um, it just couldn't really maintain itself past that first third. So um, I I wanted to try the eleven eighteen Vitola for this, but it just it wasn't available to me when the Robustos first came out, and I wanted to make sure that we got some. So um, I might try that out down the road or something but um yeah it's an expensive cigar for kind of the enjoyment level so probably not something i'd come back to in that size all right let's get into the scores we're gonna start at the top with john at 6.82 damn uh, june and i mm. both gave it a 6.1 and seth gave it a 6.05 so john how that 6.82 match up for you yeah that's um that matched up well i i really enjoyed the profile and the construction certainly carries it up into the high six mark so that makes sense yeah, my 6.10 matches up well. Uh, above average flavor profile, that perfect construction kind of puts it over the top into the low sixes. Um, but $18, that's a tall task. Um, you know, maybe the 1118 is better, but um, we'll have to see if I even give it a shot. All right, Seth, so 6.05. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what I expect. Um, it's kind of right there with you. I wouldn't even bother going to the 1118, man. Let's, yeah. It's not going to make a difference at this point. Yeah, I probably. I probably wouldn't get around to it anyway. So, uh, any final thoughts from you guys on this one? I have a few. Um, first of all, did anyone else have a, a abnormally quick smoking time? Because um, I did feel like mine was kind yeah. of fast. It was a fragile wrapper too. Mine was. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was the uh, filler component. I mean, I mean, I don't want to say anything negative, but the the weight was a little on the light side for me. Um, so that came up in the, in the prelate and then, um, I got an hour and 29 minutes, which, mm. um, like, like I, cause you know, I tend to clock it as I'm going to sort of see what my pace is. And so when I got to the halfway mark, I'm like, Hmm, this is, Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I, I can't even remember the last time a Robusta took me anything less than an hour and 45 minutes to smoke. So, yeah. um, I guess where I'm going with that is, uh, as a consumer, 18 bucks for a Robusto that I would normally get between an hour and 45 to two hours, 15 minutes smoking time. That might be a problem for me. Um, despite the flavor profile, you know, if I'm looking for that smoking time. So I don't know. Right. I don't know what I could attribute that to, but I, it did stand out for me. Yep. yep. That's all I got. All right. Wherever you catch this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developingpalace.com. You can follow us on all the social media channels and catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. It's a boy! <laughs>